Proudly sponsored by stms.studio for all your merch and printing needs. Proud patron of Ian's Chain Charity, helping to save lives together. Hi! How's it going, you right? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not bad now the computer's let me on. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it gets a bit funny. I've been waiting too. I was like, come on. I was literally <laughs> tapping my finger. I was like, come on, let me on. <laughs> nice to meet you all. You all right? Yeah. I was um, having a laugh, actually, about your name, Just. You know, it reminds me of, you know, the Gladiators, when uh, the actual game show used to have that um, course at the end that used to wipe everyone out, remember, called the Eliminator. <laughs> hey, I remember that. And I'm pretty sure it had, like, that treadmill thing that went really, really fast and they had to run up it. And the big, and the big hill thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was proper brutal, wasn't it? So I thought, well, I wonder if you've named yourselves after that. No, unfortunately not. Where did the name come from? Uh, it came from the the song by Overkill. Okay. Yeah, the song Elimination by Overkill. Oh, nice. Is that who you style yourself on then, or? Uh, in the beginning, yeah. In the be- in the beginning, but it sort of evolved a bit since then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, firstly, congratulations for um, getting through to play Bloodstock. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Good. Excited. Yeah, the new blood stage, and there's and I tell you what, Sunday's shaping up to be a cracking day. Uh, you've got um, who've you got? I'm just trying to think. You've got Ugly Kid Mega Joe, Death Megadeth as well. Yeah, Megadeth, King Eight Ten. You've got uh, Halloween, Sepultura. Yeah. Whoa! I mean, how how are you going to manage to like, you know, how are you going to manage your excitement when you're standing next to them all? Uh, I'm sure oh, cool. you can. <laughs> what are you, are you gonna do you think you'll be brave enough to go up and have a chat to them um i don't know usually they usually these sort of things they're the the bigger ass usually in and out so i don't think well i don't really think we'll see we'll see much of them to be honest with you they usually... well you know at bloodstock it's quite an intimate affair and backstage actually um paths will cross i mean i used to camp in the vip um so i was in the serpent's lair all the time and you'd be amazed that the, the band members just used to mill about there danny filth has a drink with you you know when he was playing with cradle of filth um they'd all come out herman lee from dragon force um, i saw him in there i had a beer with him yeah we know danny. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to play football with danny did you little yeah. danny Oh, so we, oh, we used to do a um, Wednesday night five-a-side football um, team in Ipswich, and Danny used to play. What position was he? He wasn't the keeper, was he? Because he's a bit small. Nah, nah, he was more. He was. He was more like a striker. He was more like. Yeah, I was going to say he's a little whippet, isn't he? He's, he's quite small, yeah. so yeah. Oh, nice. Fancy that then. So, are you from the same neck of the woods then that Danny is? Yeah, we're all uh, well. Dave's from Norwich, and obviously I'm I'm Ipswich, so okay, yeah, same town. All right. Okay. Nice. Hey, it's a small world, isn't it? It is, especially in the metal community. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in East Anglia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, East Anglia. Well, the aim of this podcast really is so that your fans get to know you as people. And I mean, they wouldn't have known that. I bet you've never really discussed that much, have you, about Danny Filth? It's amazing what you get to find out. And and I think that's why this podcast really, um, you know, appeals to a lot of people because fans like to share the things that they don't get asked very much. And, you know, it's not one of them that's, 
Oh, tell me album six, watch your track number two. You know, as much as I care about music, I care as you as people as well. And that's for me what I'm interested in. You know, you as people and I want to get to know you just so that your fans can can know a bit more about you. Which is good. Yeah, nice, good. What's been your favorite gig um in your career? Favorite? Mm. Um probably last time we did Bloodstock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, the, the, the um the Jaeger stage at Bloodstock was an interesting one. That was absolutely manic. So we got the call, was it four days before? Three days, I think. Yeah. Um and it was another band had dropped out, so they were asking us to to fill in because they couldn't make it because of COVID. Mm-hmm. It was 2021, so it was the first gig for everyone back after COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so they asked us to fill in on like four days' notice. So we got a call, and at the time we didn't have a drummer, so the drums were programmed. Wow. And our, our guitarist, Lee, couldn't make it because he couldn't get out of work. So we had to get Ross from a killer to yeah, stand in on three days. He, le- he learned the songs in like two days. We had one practice in the car park. Wow. It was the first gig that I'd done with him because I hadn't gigged with a killer at that point. Um, and it was bloodstock. <laughs> no, I mean, and I bet you, I bet you all the fans that were there watching it had no idea. Probably, no, not. probably not. Well, they do now. There was one, there was one guy holding up the stage. That was fun. Really? Um, yeah, there I was think, a pit, um, and someone had knocked out one of those supporting. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a big uh, ratchet, hasn't it? A bit yeah. one of the ratchet things on it. Just like holding it up. <laughs> well, one year I went, you know, and uh, the tent nearly took off. It was that windy. I remember <laughs> one and Martha were on the main stage, and we were just watching the pyro, and we were like. It's going to set fire to the stage. It's going to set fire to the stage. Twilight of the Thunder Gods. And we're just like, oh, it's going to set fire to it. It was getting dead, dead close. Luckily, it didn't. But like, there was a thunderstorm and everything. It made it a little bit more spectacular. But that Jaeger stage, I mean, it probably suited it, the fact that you had your programmed drums, because it's a bit intimate in there, isn't it? Yeah, it's cosy. Yeah. Definitely. And I think sometimes, you know, the drums, they, they, they kind of, they, they kind of lessen the sound of you guys because you can't really hear you. So I reckon it probably worked in your favour, to be honest. It definitely worked out for that one, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Defo. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would... fans can pull that off, though, a couple of days I... before. I wouldn't want to do it on, like, the soap stage or anything like that. No. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be, would be a bit weird. You should just put, like, your laptop on, like, a stool, a drum stool, yeah. like, there's the drum. That was literally what we had. <laughs> Well, we did nickname him Dale the Top, so. <laughs> I like it. Well, kudos for you for pulling that off. I haven't been Bloodstock now for a good couple of years. It's on my birthday every year, which is pretty incredible. Uh, what a way to, well, celebrate your birthday. Yeah. It's my niece's birthday. Really? Is it? Yeah, what I, miss, I miss her birthday well? every year. <laughs> <laughs> You're at Bloodstock, yeah. Bring her with you. Come on. She's like just about old enough. Do you know, it's a really nice family-friendly festival as well. Um, I mean, I went when it was really, really small. And it was ace because you could walk around the arena and you could meet, bump into all your mates. And then now it's got a bit bigger. It's kind of not lost it, but for me to go on my own, I kind of thrive off bumping into people. And I remember the year it got quite big, I was like, I haven't seen many of my mates now. I got a bit lonely. But I guess... (laughs) 
What's the capacity now? Is it like nearly 20,000? I think so. I went when it was like five, just under five. So it was really, really small. And then it has got bigger and bigger. And good for them, you know, they can pull it off. Um, but, you know, there has to, you have to draw a line, I think, at some point, because you don't want to make it too big, because you don't want to take away, you know, what you get for your money, like the VIP area, the toilets. I think people had a few problems with the toilets, but... Like you get that everywhere, don't you? And yeah. I've never personally had a problem with it. Much hey? I think they've said they don't want to make it much bigger. No, they? good, good. I think they it, it would it. lose its sort of ethos if, yeah. if they got yeah. made more bigger. I think so. I think so. Especially them tents. I mean, the tents are just about the right size. And it's nice that the stages are in walk-up. You know, you don't have to walk miles like download. You have to walk miles. How many yeah. times have we all been to download and gone... I can't bother to go watch that band because I can't bother yeah, to I'm walk. Again. <laughs> I thought you'd fall off your chair then. I thought you were uh, gonna <laughs> I thought you were gonna do um, you know, Vicky, uh, Adam Vicky Gregory Woodstock, Adam Gregory when he fell off his chair. I thought you were gonna recreate it then. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Next time. Um, so what got what have you guys got planned then? Have you got any albums coming out? Uh currently sort of Working on album four, okay. um, sort of slowly but surely. We've got Call of the Wild next month. We're headlining nice. the Trailblazer stage on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Up good. Um, but we're kind That's of taking a, festival. Yeah. We're taking a bit of a step back from, you know, gigging every weekend after last year. Um, so we've kind of got... Um, gig a lot last year. We gigged a lot, a lot last year. And then we've got, yeah, we've got Call of the Wild, we've got Bloodstock, we've got... Freshester. Freshester in Manchester. Oh, nice, yes. And um, that's a rebellion, isn't it? In November, yeah. I think. Yeah. Run by uh, the 061 lot. Great. Yeah. We played their wedding last year. Was it last year? The year before, I think. Oh, yeah. no. Jay and... Um, oh, Jay, Jay. Jay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ace. Yeah, oh. yeah they're that great. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, they're the only three that we've got. Um, in the diary at the moment. Oh, well, right. uh, on Ryan, to be honest. We'll probably well, keep the thing it. is, as well, you have to kind of, because you've all got families, and, you know, they take a, you know, they they kind of feel a bit neglected, I think, when you're gigging all the time. So it's nice that you're actually taking, you know, a step back, because most bands don't take the step back. They just keep going and going and going and then burn themselves out. So the fact that you guys have recognised and said, actually, hang on a minute, let's just, you know, let's just be careful of what we book and let's just, you know, really kind of go out there when we do go out and gig. So that's that's nice. Yeah. That is. That's My good. second family is a killer. <laughs> hey, you are. My second family is a killer. <laughs> is, it? is it? Yeah. Of course it is. I've just clicked. <laughs> you know? I've just, I've just clicked. Oh, do you know, I've interviewed that many bands since. I'm like, my eyes, I see that many people. I haven't even got a clue. Hello again, <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it's taken me this long to click. You look dead different in this light. I'm going to blame the light. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Nice. Well, um, <laughs> so to be honest with you, I think in terms of gigs, you've got pretty much quite a few for the rest of the year, haven't you? So, what? Yeah. Um, so in terms of fan base, where's your fan base then? You've got. You said about Ipswich. Have you got many fans down in Ipswich? Yeah, every time we saw Pat play our hometown show, it gets quite packed out. Yeah. Uh, 
Norwich as well. Sort of East Anglia way. We've got a, quite a big, big fan base. And then... So we I do play one in Manchester. Yeah, so there's, there's a pockets like up north and like every here and there, to be honest with you. Yeah. We've got Have a few you ever played up in Scotland? Go back to Newcastle. Years ago. I think we... Last time we played in Scotland was probably on the... We we toured with Eval in like 2012. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we played the Cat House there on that tour. And that was really good. I love the cat house. Meow. I always do that. Every time I hear it, I'm like, meow, cat house. Uh, which one of you's got cats? Have any of you got cats? No, I haven't got cats. Oh. Um, oh. I thought you could tell me you got like about five cats then. <laughs> I've got a massive cat. He's um, about 10 kilos. He's called Boris. I think you had him in the background last time. I did. Time I, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last he, time. Like, he looked like a bear. He's here. Hang on. I'll show you. Here he is, look. Not a cat, man. That's a, that's a fucking bear. There he is. This is <laughs> Boris, the heavy metal cat. I'm trying to campaign for download to do a heavy metal cat. You know, like the download dog? I want oh, yeah. the download cat of Boris. Hey, hello. You need a cat and hall cat, cat. Get Bloodstock to do it. you got a cat and hall cat. Yeah, Bloodstock could do it, couldn't they? Yeah. yeah. There you go. You could be the Bloodstock cat. That's yeah. the biggest cat I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. I don't think he's fully grown yet either. Yeah, I've got your sister as well, but she's she's not as big. Are you sure he's not like a lion? Uh, he's bigger than some dogs. And um, yeah, I mean, he did scratch me the other day. I don't know if you can see. He scratched oh, yeah. all my arm. And I was at work and they were like, Joe, have you, uh, is everything okay? I was like, yeah. They're like, you've been self-farming. And I was like, no, it's my cat. My cat had, like, ripped my arm to shreds. I felt that bad. But it's nice that people check up on you, though, you know. I mean, mentally for you guys, back at back in the COVID days, what was that like, not being able to gig? We spent most of doing the album, didn't we? We basically spent them all of lockdown and COVID time writing the third album. Really? So. Yeah. So for you guys, I suppose it kind of didn't matter that you weren't out gigging because you were locked down and you were doing your album. Yeah, yeah, so it's it too fair. It worked in our favour, really. Yeah. Let us work on music. It's time for it. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Well, are you are you actively looking for gigs then? So if people come at you with a few gigs, would you be willing depends to the accept gig. them? Um, depends on the gig. Like, I think for the most part, we're relatively quiet this year. Mm-hmm. You, know, on, on you want to play Uprising or... Um, a biggie, then we'd probably be up for it. Yeah, well, I'm at Uprising this weekend. I'm I'll a, see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm off down there, so um, we'll have a chat. And I've got my, I'll have my quiz questions with me, so I will quiz you. You can have a go in the general knowledge quiz if you want. See who the cleverest uh, band member is. Can have a go. I'll oh go yeah, well. I love it. I'm trying to find <laughs> the cleverest slash thickest band member, and um, nobody, nobody has scored ten out of ten yet. I'm really curious as to what these questions are now. Well, you better brush up on your general knowledge. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. All right. Done. We're so not going to do well in this. Around. <laughs> you see me? I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, but um, it's really good as well because it, it gets the fans involved as well. So I'm going to try and pull a few fans and have like a quiz off thing. See if anyone's yeah. willing to do it, you know. But no one scored none out of 10 yet. So. Oh, then. I give a few points. One, hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there's pressure's on now. 
let's be honest, I'm going to be smashed and probably incomprehensible. Well, you might do, you might fare better. <laughs> we'll have to do a smash version and then a sober version. See how you, see how you compare. Would it make more sense to do a sober version than a smashed version? No, no, I'd rather do the smash version first, just so that we can... Oh, if I get drunk enough, I'm not going to remember the questions. No, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I'll do, do change them up. <laughs> because you know what? The early stages of my podcast, the bands were listening back and trying to remember the answers. But actually, yeah. that's why I, I thought, hang on a minute, every festival, I'm going to change them up a bit so nobody <laughs> knows. And the look on their face when they realised they weren't the right questions, they were like, we're going to fail. They were like, can't you ask me them other ones? I was like, what, year five? We've gone for year six now. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite funny watching people struggle at it. But yeah, I can assure you, it's nothing nothing crazy. Just brush up on your general knowledge and you'll be all right. Good luck. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> And I'm going to eventually do like um, a Top Gear board of shame and fame. So, you know, the magnetic ones, put all the bands on, see who fares well. Yeah. So that'll be good. Well, um, listen, it's been ace to chat to you. And I'll see you, obviously, uh, on the weekend. And I hope our paths will cross um, at some point. And if you need anything, you know where I am. Cool. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Okay. Anytime. Well, look after yourself. You too. Thank you. See ya. Cheers, bye. bye. bye.